We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/recommend today. Sports Radio 929 the game 929 game.com Sam and Greg except Mr. Crenshaw here. Right. Sam's on his son. He's on oh my shit. And playing this for him too by the way. Oh my shit. So <laughs> for Sam um, on this day where he is on assignment. Eric Slaughter has been sitting in for him, uh, doing a great job this morning. We've gone all over the map with a number of things that have been going on, but just he takes me down these rabbit holes of saying something, then we get into this whole other side conversation. So for that, we apologize, but we're having fun. Ain't we? You got to bring that microphone closer to you, man. Nah, man, I'm multitasking. But I'm having a blast. Okay. And you in this "I'm Too Sexy" song. This That's is for taking Sam. Me back. See, you. I'm get, again. It's all about the reaction. The audience going just like what you said, man. Yeah. I ain't heard this in forever. Wow. And they start. But I always throw that down for Sam every once in a while. Why would I mean? It's just to make fun with him. Mm. He's too sexy. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's Sam. See what I mean? That's the okay. that's the reaction. That's his new nickname. That's the reaction. Too sexy well, I don't know if that's Sam. His, no, I ain't saying that. He's his nickname. Uh, well, I'm, between me and him, it will if be. If you say that to him, that's a you thing. I'm not saying that. I'm just playing that for him to make the man smile. Again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com on this uh, 26th day of June, Sunday morning. We thank you. Can you, you, can you believe you, it? Thank you. What? It's 26th of June. Yeah, I know. July, end of this week. You ready for the long weekend? Well, wait, let me do this real quick. Good morning, Georgia! Good morning! And a special good morning to you fine folks in Decatur. Oh, Decatur, home of the Bulldogs of Decatur High School. And such a great area that Decatur has become now. They really have been so many things built up over there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a fun place to ride through. Some great real estate if you go over there looking for someone to live and enjoy life. Yeah. Huh. You realize you could say any high school, and I wouldn't know. You yeah, could say at home, or or or, or you know, like I mean, but yeah. they're they're a nickname for a team, and I wouldn't know. Ah, the Decatur Cardinals. Well, the, I dri- know the drivers around though. So, pardon you know, you, the people who are driving and listening. They know. Yeah, but they don't have, they don't have access to you where they call you a liar. Go, what are you talking about? Yeah. They just scream at the radio, yeah, or, they, or they text Sam because Sam gets Sam, those messages. Sam's not getting that text today. <laughs> so good luck. No, those are the Bulldogs of Decatur High School. Yes. Okay. Um, we are going to switch gears in a minute and talk um, some NBA. Kind of put a cap on this NBA season. Terrell Thomas is going to join us in later on in the hour. Got a casting call for you. More jobs again um, as we continue this one ad section. Um, little segment that we're doing, but we're going to continue letting you know, Sam, with the opportunities as far as refereeing and coaching along the city where the folks are hiring, I'm going to continue letting you know where you can find jobs in front of and behind the camera. It's what we do here. It's all about helping out. I'll bring on my recruiter 
for my, my baseball recruiter for Marietta Umpires. He's a really good guy, and maybe I'll bring in my recruiter. Why just for, Marietta? Well, that's the organization I belong to. Okay. It's called Marietta Umpires Association, but they cover just about every county in the metropolitan Atlanta area. They cover Cobb County, Paulding County, Cherokee County, Fulton. So, but the organization is called Marietta Umpires Association. I absolutely can believe you being an umpire. Oh, yeah. Looking and and do you like what 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 position do you like umping the best? Is it out in the field or is it behind the plate? Uh well, definitely behind the plate. You know, that's your favorite. Yeah, that's favorite. That's where you can really interact with the fans because you know, the, <laughs> is there interaction or is there just listening? Well, well, that too. But you know, you you can hear what they're saying. Sometimes that's what I mean. And, just a whole lot of listening. Yeah, so I listen and we 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 teach the young guys to make sure they don't have rabbit ears. You know. But by you can hear, just don't respond. And um, but it's fun on a high school level. That you can have a lot of fun with it because it's still for the kids, and the kids are out there competing, doing their best, and they, for the most part, are thankful for us. And please tell me you haven't been hit with something. Uh, other than a baseball on a foul tip, yeah, yes. <laughs> no, I've never had. Okay, to nobody be, threw anything at you. Nobody threw. You know, okay. we get the escorts for. Uh, going to or from the locker room for the playoffs, and sometimes really? you, oh yeah, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, when you walk off the field for the playoffs, you have an escort with you. You get to choose what the escort looks like. No, we do not. Yeah, that's a shame. We, we get whatever they give us. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Waffle House, right? <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety-two nine, the game, and it's good too, ain't it? It's a delicious. It's a food. delicious yeah. meal. It's a delicious good, good food. Meal. Fast. Can you put a cap on these OTAs that took place with the Falcons? I mean, what's the what's the takeaway from there? Now that you know the dust settled, we realize there's still more things to look for. But you know, Arthur Smith couldn't put a finger on what his team looks like. It was just basic, basically because, going through the drills be, and conditioning and all of that stuff. Arthur Smith does not know what his product is going to be when they tip off. Or, I'm sorry, when they kick off. In September, I, I I truly believe he does not have Marcus Mariota in cement as his starting quarterback. Not even for game one. Not even for game one. Why he, do you feel that way? Th- this is why I feel this way. He is going to give Desmond Ritter every opportunity to prove that he can get this job from day one. Marcus Mariota is not the future of the Atlanta Falcons. Marcus Mariota is not the future of Arthur Smith. Desmond Ritter. And Arthur Smith will go down as either a winning combination or a losing combination. And if you need to know this, why wait eight, nine weeks for what? To show him the speed of the game. Let him experience. You asked. Let me just tell you. For me and what I have heard from every NFL player we've ever interviewed, we've ever talked to, and in most interviews that you hear, they all say the same thing. They didn't realize the speed of the game the difference between when they left college to the pro level until they got there. I hear you. Okay, so my point for saying this is if this guy is the long-term future of this team, if you believe that, meaning Ritter, then let him sit or at least experience from the sidelines most of that first game. Now, mind you, the first game of the NFL season is not like game 13 or 14 either because the the defenses are going to be in better shape. They're going to be a lot faster. So there's going to be a lot of caution I won't say a lot of caution, but there'll be caution in that first game. People trying not to get injured, people working on plays. I think you would agree that the first get, the first game isn't representative of what you're going to see from that team, you know, pick game whatever down the road. 
So if you want to, if you want to find a reason to have him not start game one, and maybe not have the season this Hall of Famer who played for the Cowboys had in Troy Aikman, who went one in fifteen right. his first season, mm-hmm. then let him sit and watch and engage the speed. I'm sure he's been on the sidelines for NFL games. I'm sure he's been at games. It's one thing to be at games. It's one thing to stand on the sidelines in street clothes. It's another to back up in that pocket and have a linebacker from your Baltimore Ravens come at him in a way that he ain't used to playing for Cincinnati. Well, in 2008, when we began the Matt Ryan era, how long did he wait before he took his first snap? Different situation. Michael Vick was out the door. Michael Vick had been out the door. I'm saying, but there was a need then. There was a a need now. Matt Ryan's out the door. Okay. There was, there's not an immediate need right now. You Disagree. Could, we could, all right. Well then, Disagree. then you know what? Throw him in there. Throw, absolutely. Throw him in there. You know, but or or don't throw him in there. Give him a chance. I to, just said to one game. I just said one game. That's all I was saying. Let him see the speed of the game. Let him let him take whatever notes he needs to take. Let him see Mar. And by the way, let's see what Mariota still got too. So Nothing. instead of just the, how do you know? What, what has he had? I'm not asking what he did Marcus yesterday. Mariota I'm talking about. Marcus did not go into a DeLorean time machine and go back to Oregon, and, and, and all of a sudden now he's a – No, the, the he might not have done that, but what he did, he might have walked into a different a different movie. He might have walked out of a black and white movie into a color like Dorothy did. We don't know what the, what the what yeah, his yeah, situation actually, was he, that he, was he, a little he, bit he different. Did, he did walk into a different movie because he leaves a Tennessee team that's a Super Bowl Complete, contender. Well, completely running team, too, Yeah, with Derrick Henry back there. So, again, different type of offense. I'm not disagreeing with you. All I'm saying is if you want to know a reason why you might want to consider sitting him, that's my reason. Let him see. Let him experience. Not Let him s- – you don't know what's going to be coming at him if you don't get rid of the ball in two seconds tops. Because mm-hmm. after that, he, you know, he's going to have to blow his nose. Okay. Well, the other thing from OTAs, yeah. no matter what or who is under center, and this actually isn't OTA. So this week, and I want to say they were in Florida, but I'm not sure about that, but tight end you went on oh, this yeah, week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about that and, last year. Yeah. Um, Travis Kelsey, who is the yes. the 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 gold standard right now, was given Atlanta Falcons Ooh. Kyle Pitts. Hang on a second. Say that again out loud, and remember that dude in San Francisco still exists. Travis Kelsey is the gold <laughs> standard of tight ends. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, go ahead. Mr. Mr. Kittle is is very very good. Right, go he ain't the gold standard. First off, Kittle's got to stay healthy. Kelsey almost never misses a game. Okay. Okay. And when you got a third and twenty. And by the way, they got this dude in in in, in Las Vegas too, who's pretty good. He's huge, and, he and a, you, you still, you still he, he's not, he's not the, there he's yet. Not the gold okay. standard. So I where's think, is he three on the list? If you start with Kelsey, you go to Kittle, then you go Waller. Huh? Uh, well, this is the deal. If I need a touchdown in the red zone, Waller's the guy I want. Right. But if I got a third and long, I got a second and long, or I just need a. How many times have you seen Waller take a slant and go fifty yards? Yeah, yeah. Kelsey. But him and Kyle Pitts were I was just going to say, where is, Kyle, where, where is Pitts right? And where do you put Pitts right now as far as on the pecking order of tie ends? Is he in? Is he oh, ascended he's not, to he's the not top, top five? five? He's not top five yet, okay. but he can get there. He can get there, and by the end of a year or two, he needs to be there. Not get, he needs to be there. Is he down in Tampa? Or is he, or is he in Florida for this? Yeah, wherever it is, tight end okay. you. It was this weekend. I'm probably, they're probably wrapped it up by now, but that was all over. You know, the NFL talk this week that tight end U was going on, and they showed a lot of clips of Pitts and Kelsey working together on the field. So looking forward to what Kyle Pitts is in year two. 
And uh, one of our other hosts here, John Chuckery, I believe it was, was talking about how many targets Kyle Pitts should have, and it's got to be 100-plus easy. Right now in this offense? Yeah, I, yes. would, I would say that. Yeah. I would agree with so, that. You know, I'm all Has looking Has anybody to see ever got. said anything about his blocking? Positive or not? What's the, what's, what's the grade right now on him blocking? I think he's above average. He'll never be a block first tight end. He's not Kelsey, you know? in other words. Is that what you're saying? Gronk. He's not Gronk for sure. Gronk, <laughs> Gronk. As far as overall, and, and that's a great topic now that Gronk's done. They did that. You, be, you believe he's gone? Network. Please. Uh, Please. Did you, did you see the tweet that they put out? Yeah, his age is like, well, check back after Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> but go but ahead. They, they also said Gronk retirement's two, Tom Brady retirement's one, and they said, hey, Tom Brady doesn't like to, to lose. So, But it was kind of funny. Yeah, I, that itch might come back. You know, We'll see if he's actually done, but – I would say that he is the second best tight end of all time, especially when you oh, talk about everything. Oh, that he say can that. Do. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. I was actually adjusting my chair, mm-hmm. uh, and you said that statement, and I think it needs repeating. And I want to ask you: Rob Gronkowski is the second greatest tight end of all time, and the first would be—that's the first question. Who is your first? Tony Gonzalez is the greatest tight end of all time. Hmm. Okay. Do you have an issue with either of those two? I, I have to think about this for a minute. I mean, I'm thinking there's there's names that are Chuck Muncie's popping to mind. There's 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 I'm not going back to people I didn't see. I mean that are in the Hall of Fame. I'm you you going to go back to John Mackey? I'm not oh. going back to Mackey. I'm not going back to Ditka. I'm not yeah. going back to to a lot of guys. But um, you had a guy that played on your team. For a minute, and by the way, Sharp. it's his or birthday or today. Shannon Sharp. It's his birthday today. Really happy. What was this? What is it? Fifty fourth birthday. Yeah. To a proud Georgia Hall of Famer. Well, or... I was I was gonna I was gonna say uh, regular attendee of Off the Hook Barbershop too. Is he? Oh man, he's always he's getting killed in there too. Okay. Carl and Maurice and them boys, they don't care. That's the thing about the barbershop and that place more than any that I have been to in a while. They are true to it. They don't care who you are, what you do. They're going to rip you. D3 goes in there all the time. Yeah. Dennis Scott, they rip yeah. him on his clothes and, okay. his, and his glasses and whatever. Right. Shannon Sharp. I've been in there with both of them. Yeah. Gotten eaten alive wow. by the barbers in there. See, I knew Shannon was a dual city habitat guy. He has his home in L.A. and he has his home here in Atlanta. I've bumped into him on numerous occasions at different events. And very nice, too, by the way. Yeah, very. Say what you will about him mm-hmm. or what you think you know about him. Yep. But – very affable, gives you the time of day. You know, I've never seen him big time somebody, especially in the barbershop. So, no, nah, I, I got and, and Dennis guy. He just we, I just laugh when we get together. I don't know him that well, but I know him enough to when we see each other, it's it's really friendly. Because I mean, this goes back to when, you know. Tech. Skinny Dennis Scott? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing he gets ripped on the most. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, he's a real cool dude. I've met him many times, too, and he still can shoot that three. Yeah, he can. Still can shoot it. Going to give you uh, – let you know about some jobs coming up here later on in the hour, but up next, Terrell Thomas, these Urban Times. Going to put a, uh, a stamp on this NBA season and the draft and just get his thoughts. That's up next. Sam and Greg, Mr. Crenshaw's out. Eric Slaughter's in. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 thegamecom Take us with you on the Odyssey app.
Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam Craig on this 26th day of June. Mr. Crenshaw is out. Eric Slaughter is in. He's been your DJ and voice this morning for everything. I was trying to think here for a second. Did you want to see that movie? That Elvis movie, Tom Hanks and uh, uh Nope. Okay. I'll catch it. I'll, I'll catch it on streaming services that when was it funny becomes you, available. If folks could have seen your face. That was funny. Nope, you got no interest. In That's it. one of those. Is he one of those artists that if you could go see somebody who's left us, is he one of them? No, really, you wouldn't no. want to go to an Elvis show. No. Not okay, at all. not at all. I guess James he is, Brown. I, I guess James he is Brown? yours. No, no, no. I wouldn't want to. I, I mean, no. I'm just saying. I. It's like people think for whatever reason I'm a Beatles fan too. No. No. I just acknowledge what they've done. Oh, okay. I don't want to. Yeah, I could. I have. I'm. I'm just amazed at their achievements, given how <sighs> the limits that were put in front of them. You know, and we we'll go. We'll tell you what. We'll talk about that next segment. But no, this is. You know, the movie's out right now. Tom Hanks is playing Colonel Tom Parker, and play this because this would have been the I, Colonel's th- birthday. This is the one thing I didn't know about Colonel Tom Parker, how chunky he is. Because, he's, he's a bit of a load. Yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming Tom's wearing a suit or the he's an, oh, he looks he looks absolutely nothing like an agent that you would pick out of a, a lineup today really? let's get back to that coming up because yeah. we got a guest on right now who you got to wonder who he would want to go back and see that's no longer with us terrell thomas these urban times how you doing buddy good morning how are you this morning doing fine okay there you are i couldn't hear him there for a minute there you go we got i doing fine doing fine we asked the question if there were an artist that you'd like to see who is no longer with us, who would that person be, male or female, young or old? Whew. And by the way, uh, let I'll... me just say, yesterday was the anniversary of the passing of Michael. If that I think was... Michael might be a little a, a little too easy. Okay. Um, of, of course, I, w- I would love to see the King of Power fight opportunity. I honestly, just with you throwing the question at me, I, I, I might have to say Whitney Houston. Oh, good one. All right, yeah, I'm sure that. Music a lot. Um, I, I really love I love Whitney as an artist as a, as, and as an actress. So I, I think it would have to be Whitney Houston live in concert. I would love to see. There you go. You ain't taking a wife on that one. You, you, you take me with you. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not taking a wife, I'll go with you that one. I like to see Whitney too. Be oh my! Okay. You don't hear, that's something you don't hear that often, right? This dude's talking about. Hey man, you want to go to concert together? And, yeah. and I'm gonna make a, a a promo out of that one. <laughs> no, please don't. And by the way, we're having a little bit of fun last segment. Uh, if you're listening and and. Sam, go on vacation, man. Enjoy the weekend. I'll be listening to us having fun with you talking about how sexy you are. He's hitting us back. <laughs> Too sexy. Hey, uh, Terrell, listen, let's put a bow on this season. Um, I, I don't know what your thoughts are. Abs. We head into this offseason on what Golden State and Boston are going to look like heading into next season. But your thoughts on the two teams that played in the finals and what you think should or shouldn't happen with them moving forward. Well, I think uh, uh, for the Golden State Warriors, um, they, their future is pretty bright, and I, I know it's early, so I don't want to jump on predictions for next season. But I, I have to believe that they'll be uh, one of the front run- runners to to repeat to win the championship again. Um, when we see, I, I don't think they really need to make much movement. Uh, we know so uh, Kevon Looney will be a free agent, so they'll need to possibly replace their big man. But they have so many people on their roster. We didn't see a lot of Kaminga. We didn't see a lot of Moody. We didn't really see any of Wiseman. They still have players on their roster, whereas though they'll almost look like a completely new team outside of their core next year. As far as Boston is concerned, I'll be interested to see what happens with Al Horford. Um, I hope they're able to resign him because I think that he's 
in, in the twilight of his career, I think he's found a team where he can still have an impactful role there. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to see if they'll look at possibly bringing in a point guard. I think that's some, somewhere they should move forward and look to. Marcus Smart plays the point guard position, but he's not much of a point guard. Uh, he's, to me, he's more of a defensive-minded two guard. He can score, but he's not really that floor general you want. Um, so I would look for the, the Celtics to maybe try to continue to revamp their roster, although they made some great moves before the trade deadline this year, uh, try to bring back Al Horford and maybe look for a point guard in free agency. So, Terrell, the draft came up this week, came and gone. Did you Were you surprised by the order of the first three guys? It was a big speculation that Jabari Smith would go number one, but were you surprised by how they went and the teams they went to? No, I, I actually wasn't um, surprised. Uh, th- throughout the entire uh, collegiate season as Duke and the college season was going on, I pretty much had a Parenchenko as number one in my eyes. I had him as number one in my eyes. Um, one, just because and I, I've heard people in the past, you know, people have their opinions on Duke uh, basketball players when they make it into the NBA. But when you come from such a prestigious program, learning under Coach K, I think that says a lot about you. Um, I also didn't know about his, his background as far as his mom being in the WNBA. So he's been around that professional basketball life pretty much his whole entire life. Um, I was surprised about OKC taking home grid number two slightly. I was surprised to see Jabari drop from not going one or two. He, was, he, was, he wasn't one in my mind. Nothing against the guy's play, uh, style of play because he also uh, is, a, is a gentleman. His father played in the NBA. So he, he, he grew up around as well. Um, but it just – it didn't really – I didn't see him as the number one. I think he'll have a phenomenal role in Houston. Um, so I, I, I wasn't really surprised in the order, um, but I probably would have had uh, – I probably would have went with uh, uh, Smith number two and then took Holmgren three. I, I don't know if I would have uh, – if I was OKC, if I would have uh, passed up on Smith. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But uh, I wasn't surprised with the order at all. Terrell Thomas, these Urban Times, joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. All right, we uh, talked in the beginning of the season – well, early on in the season – uh, about the play of Trey and, and obviously what they had done at the end of last year, ascending to where they did in the in the playoffs. This year, completely different. But one of the things that we continued to talk about was the recognition of Trey being a superstar in this league and, by extension, this being a landing spot, an attractive landing spot for free agents. As we sit here now on June 26th, knowing the craziness that's going on in, in Brooklyn, knowing the movement that could possibly happen out west with different teams. You're talking about a point guard that Boston is possibly going to go after hard. Where do you see this Hawks team being successful in landing a big name? Because you've got to have a couple big names to make it to the mountaintop here in the NBA. We know that. Yes, indeed. And I I think, uh, I don't want to say sadly for our Hawks, but I think the only way for our Hawks to be able to really bring in a big name or or truly make a, a big revamp to the roster is going to be via trade. There will be some names on the free agent market, but I don't think it'll be uh, – well, not, I don't think. There won't be any uh, any names that will – any all-star names, any key figures who, you know, will really be a great running mate for Trey Young. We want to, we want a star here. Our fans here, they want a star. You know, that's that's pretty obvious. Um, so we, we've heard, of course, when Ben Simmons was on that, we heard about that when that was there. We heard Dame Litter. It seems like any attractive free agent, once their name is – uh, you know, pretty much on the trading block, we hear Hawks fans saying that they would love to see that done. I don't, again, I don't think the Hawks will be able to make a splash and free agency for that big name, but I do think, you know, Tony's made it, uh, let it be known. I do think they're going to be extremely aggressive uh, and looking to find a trade partner. I don't know if that'll be DeJounte Murray out of San Antonio. Uh, I don't know, you know, if they'll end up sending John Collins to 
Detroit or to Boston. I've heard different things uh, about, you know, so many teams are interest, interested in John, but it's just about what the Hawks should be able to get back for him if they do finally decide to let him go. But I think it's got to be a trade. It's got to be a, a, a big trade, a splash, and I think it's got to be a guard. I, you know, we've heard about him possibly a big man coming over, but I think it's got to be a guard. At, uh, Murray, Dame Lillard, uh, if we can find a way, Bradley Bill, I, I know uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell, something, something to that extent to really help Trey Young ascend to that next level. Can I, I want to ask both of you guys this question because the person that you're describing is in the league and his team couldn't get rid of this dude fast enough if they had the opportunity. And were that the case, do you subscribe to the theory that there's superstars and then there's the wrong kind of superstars? And I bring this up because if they could, we all know the Lakers would get rid of Russell Westbrook as quickly as they possibly could, which is a big name, which is a guard, which is exactly the type of person that you mentioned that the Hawks could use. But is that were, – were the clouds to open up and that became available, is that the kind of superstar that you would want on this particular Hawks team? Either one of you guys no, answer that. Unfortunately for me, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't want to speak for Eric. I wouldn't. Unfortunately, this at this at this time in, in Russell Westbrook's career. Don't get me wrong, uh, Westbrook fans out there. He's certainly a Hall of Famer. Uh, certainly a great basketball player, but he wouldn't fit well. He's a ball dominant guard. Uh, he doesn't shoot the ball well, and those are two things Trey Young needs. Trey Young needs to have the ball in his hands. If we do get a secondary guard, we need a guard that can score, that can shoot the ball, that can create space. So I wouldn't want Westbrook. Interested to hear what Eric has to say about that. No, I agree with you 100%. He, he's not the right fit. Westbrook is not a great fit on probably he, 20, 25 of the 30 NBA I was going to say, how many teams would he be a yeah, fit on? Yeah, so unfortunately, you know, they're in a bad situation out there because he's got a big number attached to him salary-wise. So he's probably going to be on that roster going forward. So then let me ask you guys a question to answer this then, too. On the, on the nights when he puts his head to the pillow and he's by himself, does he cuss Kevin Durant? Because given what everybody has been saying, and you two just kind of alluded to it without actually saying it, his best chance at a ring was going back to when they were at, 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 at uh, Oklahoma City. Uh, that was it. Those two playing together, I won't say when James Harden was there, but since they have split, you know, KD did land in Golden State, but what has Westbrook done without that? I think that was his window. That was his best opportunity, unless he lands someplace unforeseen. He's got to be going, man, we had, you know, especially Golden State, we had these teams up 3-1. We could have been together for the longest time. Do you think he's upset at that marriage breaking up, if you will? Well, Terrell, if I may, when Westbrook lays his head on his pillow, they're on $1,000 sheets again, $8,000 bed. So he ain't cussing nobody. No, he's not. Again, the money aside, because there's people who want the money. All right, then you say the ring isn't that important to him? Absolutely not. Okay. No. I don't, and is the ring Terrell, that, do you agree? I, I, don't, I don't. At this point, I don't think the ring is important, but I, I would agree uh, to the point that I, I do think that when they look back at it years from now, 10, 15 years from now, they're going to have that uh, that sick feeling in their stomach that Penny Hardaway and Shaq had. Like, what could have been if we oh, could have yeah. just got out of our own egos and whatnot? Because I do believe that uh, – I do totally agree. Russell Westbrook's best chance to win an NBA Finals is with Kevin Durant because his game fit. Everything that Russ couldn't do, Durant could do, you know. It, it, their game that, – that, that matchup fit very well, and I think that as time moves on, Westbrook, because he doesn't have a championship, will realize it more than Durant. Well, he's still got a couple years left. You never know what he'll end up with. Last question for me. Let's come back to the Hawks. Were you happy with the pick of A.J. Griffin? Do you think that his game can be complementary to Trey Young's game? Because he could be that shooter, that pure shooter that the Hawks really need that could really do something special with this offense. 
I, 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 th- I think my answer will be kind of to be continued, and I don't want to cheat and say that. I was happy with the pick, but I want to see how the Hawks use him. And, you know, no disrespect to Coach Nate, but he's not known for playing rookies. You know, he's not known for playing the young guys. And we saw that last year when we had two great players, or two potentially, excuse me, um, two potentially uh, great players in Jalen Johnson and Sharif Cooper. We've heard phenomenal things about them in G League play and in their collegiate careers, and a lot of scouts and quote-unquote experts do believe that Johnson maybe could even be an all-star in this league. We didn't see them get a lot of minutes yet. Wright is a phenomenal uh, – uh, 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 A.J. is a phenomenal shooter. Griffin is a phenomenal shooter, but he got to get on the floor. He could provide some of that space, and as you mentioned, yes, the Hawks need a shooter badly. And if you know he can get some minutes and he can get that ball in the net, he's going to be an impact player uh, immediately. Uh, so I, I was pleased with the pick. I kind of, you know, was hoping that maybe they traded it for some veteran experience. Um, but if we can actually get these young guys on the floor and, and see what this team looks like, then I, I, I may be looking in January and saying, yeah, I'm very pleased with the direction and what, you know, the Hawks are moving. So well, to be continued. But I, I, I was glad that the young man has a chance and the, the possibility of what he can bring to the team. You almost wish that Trey was, was, was part of the front court as part of the back court. Because when you look at these teams that they got to jump over in the East right now, you got to have a strong presence in that middle. You got to have a top front court. And while you do, your priority is to get him a running mate, meaning Trey, how do you get past Milwaukee? How do you get past Philly? How do you get past these teams with big men down low? And the Hawks have them, but are you comfortable in saying that just one sort of, you know, a real nice shooter to, to, to accent what, what Trey is doing, we have the front court in place? Are you comfortable saying that, well, given what we see in the I, East I, and getting past them? I am. I am. I, but I, I, I would expect a whole lot more from Big O. I think the best is yet to come from him. I know I've said, you know, over and over on the segment that I believe in the future he'll be an all-star with the Atlanta Hawks. I think that we still have some, you know, Clint still has some miles on his tire. And him and, of course, him and Trey Young have a phenomenal relationship. So I agree with you. The front court in the East couldn't be a problem when you look at the Durants, the Giannis's, the Bams, and things of that nature. But I think we'll be fine. I, th- I, I do think I think we'll be fine. DeAndre Hunter is a gentleman that's proven to us he can guard multiple positions, and if, if, if called upon, he can guard bigs. And, again, big O, I think the best is yet to come. So I, I do think we need a guard. We need a secondary score. And then I think, you know, we can go from there. I think that they'll find a way. You you, you can always find a way. Golden State didn't have a, a true, true big. Looney got minutes again and everything, and they were able to win a championship. So I, I can see where bigs are impactful and, you know, where we would need one in the East. But I don't think we'll need one to eclipse some of these teams if we can just fill in the gaps in other ways. Hey, Terrell, we're not done with you, man, but we're going to let you go for a little bit there. You enjoy a few weeks with your family. You got the holiday weekend coming up next week, but we're going to be talking basketball with you here sometime soon. But we can't thank you enough for what you provided during this last basketball season. Thank you. Thank you, family, for uh, putting up with us, making you wake up and make noise around the house early in the morning because <laughs> you, you do get up and all that stuff. So we just want to, I want to, for, for Sam, want to thank you for everything you provided for the show all uh, NBA season long. Oh, gentlemen, it's, it's truly an honor to, to, to talk sports with you gentlemen. Two gentlemen, I have the utmost of three, Eric, including yourself, that I have the utmost respect for. So thank you, and I hope you gentlemen have a great week. Yeah, man, we'll be in touch with you, Terrell. Terrell Thomas, these Urban Times, joining us here. Going to let you know about some jobs. Casting call, it is up next. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app.
Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. This Crenshaw's out. Obviously listening, though. <laughs> He's out. Uh, Eric Slaughter has been in. And he's doing a great job, man. I can't thank you enough for your help today. You're so, welcome, man. Thank you. It's thank easy you, when you. I got a you know a leader like yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Playing the yeah. point guard. You, you know, you're the point guard, man. I'm just trying to shoot the just, open shots. Just call me Mookie. Playlock. Okay, I just sent the latest cat. I can take that. By the way, we I, I have shirked my responsibility. I said I was going to do something throughout the show today. As we get ready, because the top of the hour, Sean um, Legion is going to join us again because we now have a game six going on in the NHL. We don't talk hockey around here a lot. So as we spend these last couple weeks, and this will probably be the last show we talk hockey for a while, as the season will end one way or the other before Sam and I get back next week. I've been trying to give you these little nuggets. Give me, right. give me, give me a nugget with some sauce. You want on some? It. Yeah. All right. If you had to guess. What year the last NHL player wore a helmet? What year would you be? And I'll give you extra credit if you can tell me the player. Now again, Eight. hopefully this didn't happen after when this list was pressed uh, was was formed. But I think I'm pretty good here. When you say helmet, because they wear helmets now. Yeah, but the la- I mean, I'm sorry, the last player to play without a helmet. Without, without a, a helmet. helmet. Yeah, oh, sorry. I'm going to say what 1966. Year? Wow, Close? really? Way off. Yeah. Was it in the twenties, maybe? No. Okay. It was actually, it was actually after the Braves. It it was ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven was the last play. Craig McTavish. Wow. Was the last player to go without a helmet. Think about the concussions that he. Well, you know, you get hit in the head with a hockey puck. Yeah. You don't get a second time around with that. Right. But even but maybe getting smashed into the boards. That's a different one. Yeah, yeah. He's got that. How about the first woman to play? In the NHL? In the NHL. And I will tell you right now, I will tell you right now that she has been in this building. What year was she? How long did no, she play? No, she or? just uh, – okay. oh, no, no. She but, but the question you're asking me is what year did she break that barrier? Or who was – no, I asked you who the, who the person was or what team she played for. Give me one of those two. Uh, and a, I gave you a hint in that she obviously ended up in this area. Okay, so the Atlanta Flames, was that the team? No. No? No. Actually, it was the Calgary Flames, but that was. Well, they're the Calgary Flames now, right? Okay, here's the deal. (laughs) And I actually had met her a couple times because she ended up, this is Mano Rayom. Mano Rayom. She played for for a team that's in the finals and playing tonight. The Tampa Bay Lightning? Tampa Bay Lightning. In 92, she, she... she 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 sat between the pipes. She was a goalie. Wow. And briefly played in the NHL, but it was more about, you know, she played a couple games and now we've got the record. She's the first woman. Hmm. But what happened was the Tampa Bay Lightning's minor league team was, wait for it, the Atlanta Knights. Were they? Yes. Up in Gwinnett that County. One, no, man, they played downtown. They played, they played here. Downtown? Yeah. Okay. And the Knights um, with Brett Gretzky. Mm. Junior. Chris LaPuma. Yeah. Um, and a number of other people. She joined that team and they won it all in ninety four. So they the played Turner downtown. Cup. Did they play at the Omni? Omni? Yeah. yeah. Wow. The old Omni. So Manel Rayom. She okay. was the first um woman to play in the NHL. There you go. I'll take those numbers. I wonder I, I, the... I wonder if 
Sean knows that when he joins us. Maybe we'll ask him that coming up top of the hour. Okay. Uh, you guys go to uh, 92.9thegame.com slash casting call. You're going to see a list. Got a brand new list up there yesterday. One of the things that I had talked about last week, and it is still relevant this week, was from Destination Casting. And I want to go back there and just make sure I got this right here. Uh, January was looking for, and we put it a certain kind of way last week that made people not really understand the, the actual need. We put bikers up. Okay, but what she needs is like motorcycle, motocross yeah. bikers. See, when you said that last week, I was thinking. Well, like, that wasn't clarified know, to me. Yeah. So either way, though, what there's no downside to this because if a bunch of, you know, Hell's Angel bikers or whatever right. set their pictures in, mm-hmm. they will be there will be a need for them yeah, absolutely. at some point. So if it ain't this week, they're gonna reach w- back w- out wild, to Wild it. Hogs Part Two. <laughs> whatever, whatever it is, there's a need. The database of the casting directors are always okay. looking for fresh pay. Fresh faces. Yeah. So this one is for as a project called One Fast Move. So they need bikers at a thousand bucks a day. I said a week earlier, man, was I wrong? I was thinking, you know, and they probably only need you for a few days, but it's a thousand bucks, and he rarely, rarely put prices here. But that's how much they need you, folks. Males, females, all ethnicities. If you're real, motorcycle, uh, motocross riders. They need you. Do you have to know how to do the tricks and all that stuff? I too? don't know what you, you know, need. Does it say? Does it say motocross stuntmen <laughs> out there doing the backflips and the quarter flips and all that stuff? They didn't. They said nothing about that. But there's also need for those of you to be a part of a a get together. So bar patrons. Be at a restaurant, dinner I, I patrons. Can play that role. I know you can. Yes, indeed. So there's some easy stuff on there this week too. Uh, need for politicians. So those are you'll see down the ro- down the list of job opportunities. Up top, though, is one I want to tell you about a couple of on location casting. Doing a project called The Innocent. This is the NBC show. There's a need. Listen, you, they're just looking for people to walk their dog. Ain't this a great country? It's like me and Jesse send a picture of ourselves in together. They book us, and I get to walk up and down the street, back and forth. You know, as as part of a with the, City. With, the, with the pooper scooper or the bag? Well, hopefully the dog won't do that. But <laughs> the, you know, dog, the, the dog don't know how the to dog, take the Well, cues. my dog does. And, and, you know, <laughs> you walk her beforehand and then you go, okay. She, I mean, animals are going to do what they want to do. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to filming them, this is what I do know. When they're about to become a scene, they ask the owners to do whatever it is that they do to make them go to the bathroom. Really? So they don't have it happen on camera. Okay. Now, it isn't always successful. Right. But... That's what they do. They give. It's just like if you got to go to the bathroom beforehand. All right, all you got. Hey, all right, two minutes shut. Y'all run to the bathroom, get your makeup. Whatever it is, they give you an opportunity to get it right. Dang. The small, the small insider. Well, that would kind of make sense, don't you think? Central Casting's doing a new Disney project. They need not only elderly women, which is how they put it, elderly women who have a Native American look about them. So 60s to 80s, not only elderly Native American women, but babies. Now, this is one of those situations, again, anytime they're looking for one baby, they always ask for twins. Always. Because a kid can only be on set for so long. So, I mean, going back, I just always go back to the full house example. Gotcha. There was one baby, but we all know Mary Kate and Ashley. Right. They were Mm -hmm. the two they used. Okay. So, productions are always looking for twins. Mm. If you have an individual, you got a single kid who's Native American and it looks like what they're, they'll make it work. They'll make it work. But specifically, they're always looking for twins. So, single or twin babies featured six to eight months old, Native American, with a Native American look. 
don't necessarily have to be Native Americans, but as long as you look like that. I've said this before, and, and, and I will say it again, and I mean no disrespect, and I ain't trying to shock. The industry needs what they need when they need it, okay? Most of the casting directors, most, not all, most of the casting directors are white. Very good people. All very good people. Some of them have a problem putting down when they have a need for, for black people. And they just automatically say African-American. The problem with that, though, is there is a massive community of people who look black from actually Africa, the islands, mm -hmm. and they feel like they can't submit. Mm -hmm. So when I do these projects and I help them out and I talk about these breakdowns, I will say they need black people. Case in point, there's a need this week for an art gallery scene. The casting director put down African-American. All right, cool. But I'm going to say exactly what you need because there's no lines. So if I get somebody for who's, who grew up in Kingston, Jamaica, and you know the accent there, right. and that's maybe not an accent that you want for this particular project, it doesn't matter because they're not going to speak. They just have the look that you are going for for this particular scene. So I say that in that I cut right to it. Now, again, this is one of those rare situations where it's, you know, it's easier just to get raw and just say they just need black folks. Yep. Sometimes, and I'll, and I'll do this too. This used to get me, in, you know, get a looks little, on, little on, on, on. No, no hot water, but it would get funny looks when I used to do Fox Five. Okay. <laughs> I did casting call there. There's black folks, and then there's black folks, right? <laughs> You'd agree, right? Oh, yeah. They're light skin. You really sound like a comedian. Now. And then there's there's dark skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are projects that have happened that have take place, that took place in regions of the world where there were no light skinned black folks. Okay. You know I what I mean? Yeah. Okay, and so when they're trying to cast those roles, yep. and you just say African American, you get a bunch of you know folks that look like Smokey Robinson, yeah, you or me, that, you weren't getting that role, yeah. okay, or, or you know, or me, or or I'm, you. Not, I'm not getting that role. Yeah. So instead of that, I would say, I would use some of the phrases that we use in the barbershop, not cuss words, but just to depict dark skinned black people, right? Yeah. And it would just be, I'd get these looks from those folks there, but they they need they need you know. Black folks. Mm. They need blue black folks. <laughs> Things like that, I would say, right? Oh, TV. And 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 I'd get like a look from, from you know, I guess Buck Lanford or something we, like we that. We could say this on radio a little easier, but you would say this in, on a camera. I would say, but again, it's not cuss words, it's nothing disrespectful, but this is, again, oh. the industry needs what they need yep. when they need it. And what would happen is 20 light-skinned black folks would submit themselves and the directors or the producers would get angry at the casting director. And I don't like, need this. This is supposed to take place in Kenya. Johannesburg, yeah, yeah right? <laughs> we don't need, you know, light skin black. We where, need what we need. Where did Ali go to film? Ex <laughs> oh, yeah, he was <laughs> Zaire. Zaire. <laughs> so I say that anyway, not to make light of it, but you almost have to. But this is what they need. And do not be embarrassed. Don't be taken aback when the descriptions of people who are trying to fill a certain. Because, again, we are the most educated audiences. There are now when it comes to movies. We can tell when things have been cut. We can things. We can tell when things have been edited. We can tell when somebody's not credible in yeah. a certain scene. We can. We know that. You know. We may he rest in peace. But a few weeks ago, we lost Ray Liotta. Right. Right. Great actor. Mm -hmm. But we all know Joe Shoeless Joe Jackson was left-handed, and he was bad up there. Right. -handed. And he was up there right-handed. Yeah. Okay, um, so you get a little. You get a bit of artistic license yeah. if you are a good actor and you cover it the other way. Yeah. You know what I love when I watch. I, I, I watch a lot of TV shows, and you can tell when they're cutting because, like, there's a famous scene from Friends where Rachel is crying, 
and in one scene she has a handful of tissues for her crying, and on the very next scene she still sitting at the same table. The tissues happens, gone. Happens all the time. Yeah, happens you know. all yep. the time, and it's time constraints. It's 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 money. It's you know it's a number of things. It's continuity. People not doing their job. Mm-hmm. But there's some you wonder why. What's one of the most classic movies of all time? I, I've said this before on the show. One of the most classic movies. Every dude has seen it for the most part. But there's a lot of them. No, no, no. I'm saying there's one, I'm, there's one specific one, and to the point of what you're making, is still in this movie, and it's maddening. But one of the most famous movies of all time is The Godfather, right? Right, okay. Okay. People know what I'm talking about when they talk about the scene when Sonny goes after Carlos after he smacked around Connie, mm-hmm. right? And he catches him sitting on the stoop with his boys, and Sonny and his boys pull up in the car, and Sonny's like, come here, come here, and he throws a stick at him, and he chases him across the street, and he throws him into the bin where the garbage cans are, and he starts beating up Carlos, right? Okay. Look at the second or third punch he throws. He's a foot away. They... How am I going to say something about Francis Ford Coppola, right? But when they're shooting, the, the scene is shot from the side. If the camera was behind James Caan, you don't notice it. But it's on the side, okay? So you see the punches he's thrown. And like the second or third punch, he's literally a foot away. And, of course, the, the stuntman throws his hand, cocks his head like he just got punched. And he misses him. But there's one blatant one, and then he misses him again. Mm. But, see, that kind of thing happens all the time. Go back and watch The Godfather. Okay. And look at that point when, when they get into the fight, James Caan throws a punch again. You could walk between it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not get hit. Uh, again, 92.9thegame.com slash casting call. You're going to see the list, the link of uh, how to submit yourself. Or excuse me, a link to where you can find the um, Georgia Department of Labor and get that certificate for any minors that want to be a part of jobs. Link to a couple folks that will help you out if you want to do some voiceover work, which I have for you there. And, of course, there's a breakdown of how to submit yourself and the list of casting directors so you don't have to wait till next week when Sam and I get back here, or Eric, to uh, go into their social media pages and see what they're posting. Any questions, greg.clarksonodyssey.com, and you can also see the list right now up on Get Cast, uh, Get Cast with Greg on Twitter. Top of the hour, we you thought we were done talking hockey. No, 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 getting a preview of Game 6. Up next with Sean Belegian from WJR up in Detroit. It's Sam and Greg with Eric, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.